Hello and welcome to the Daily Claims Podcast, where we talk about life as an insurance adjuster from the perspective of property, auto, liability, and workers' compensation adjusters. My goal is to bring interesting topics in the world of claims adjusting to people who are working as an adjuster now and to people who are considering a career as a claims adjuster. So today we're going to talk about hurricane losses. Today's date, um, recording this on September 28th, 2022. It's about four o'clock in the afternoon and Hurricane Ian has made landfall in the Fort Myers area of Florida and they're taking a pounding down there. And I have the weather channel on today and I'm watching all of this damage. And most of the buildings that I'm watching on the weather channel are commercial buildings. And it takes me back to uh, my past experiences working catastrophe duty, uh, primarily as a commercial large loss adjuster. And it makes me think of all of the things that a commercial property adjuster needs to deal with when these types of claims come around. So this episode is going to be primarily for someone who maybe doesn't have an experience in the commercial realm and uh, wants to know a little bit about what that experience is like and uh, and maybe for someone who has no experience in adjusting at all, uh, this will give you a little bit of insight into what a claims adjuster has to do on these large commercial losses like these hotels and restaurants that are involved, uh, grocery stores, those types of things. And of course, uh, if you're handling a standard commercial property form, you are going to be faced first and foremost with determining what type of damage is flood related versus what type of damage is wind related. And the flood damage, of course, would not be covered under a standard commercial property form. They would need a flood policy for that. So that's one of the first challenges that you'll have as an adjuster is when you go into these buildings, you're going to see a water line. You're going to see the highest level of the water that had settled in that area. And then all the damage below that line will generally be considered flood damage unless it can be proven that that item was damaged by wind prior to the entry of the water. Everything above that uh, presumably would be wind damage or fire damage or whatever else kind of damage may have occurred there. And that's going to be a really important aspect of your job. And oftentimes the flood adjusters and the property adjusters will meet at the same time so that everybody can kind of come to an agreement as what they believe is going to be flood related versus wind related. Now, of course, evaluating the cost of repairs for these buildings is going to be a huge project. Some of the damage that I'm seeing already uh, shows me that some of these buildings probably won't be repairable and they're not going to survive, uh, which means that you're looking at writing estimates to completely rebuild some very substantial facilities here. So that skill set is something that you'll have to have a strong background in if you're going to move into commercial claims. You're going to need to know how these uh, buildings are put together from the foundation all the way to the roof and everything in between. And that's going to take into account mechanical systems, which are very intricate. And and you don't need to be an engineer to be able to get this stuff done. Uh, But in many cases, uh, carriers will hire uh, building consultants that have specialty knowledge in the areas of HVAC and electrical systems, alarm systems. And uh, your job as the adjuster is going to be to coordinate those experts and coordinate their figures into your estimate. And whenever you can audit those estimates and make sure they are 
fair and in line, that's what you do as the adjuster. So not only do you need a background in how these buildings go together and understand these systems and uh, the structural aspects of the building itself, you also have to know where to find the experts that you need to get the pricing in line so that you can get these estimates done. Now, before you even get started with writing an estimate for these things, most often on a commercial policy, you're going to have to prepare what we call an ITV. You're going to have to prepare an evaluation of the value of the property to make sure that they had adequate insurance because otherwise coinsurance penalties could apply. And of course, coinsurance can be a very complicated issue for some folks, but and we're not going to get into the definition of it, but that's something that you need to be familiar with as a commercial property adjuster. And you also need to be able to understand you know, how the penalties may work. Um, and navigating that can be a challenge, especially when you have to explain it to a policyholder who may not understand what coinsurance is and why there's a penalty attached to it. The bottom line is evaluating the physical damage to the buildings can be a very complicated process, made more complicated by the, the litigious nature of Florida right now and the, the number of public adjusters that swarm into the place and, and make things more complicated for both the adjuster and for the policyholder, frankly, which is a shame because, you know, as if hurricane damage itself isn't enough to deal with, to have to deal with the, the complications of dealing with potential lawsuits over these Claims is just another aspect that makes handling hurricane claims in Florida quite a challenge. Aside from the physical damage to the building, you also have other coverages to deal with, such as business income losses. Now, for a hotel that's going to be out of business for several months, you have to determine how much business they're going to lose as a result of being down for as long as they're going to be down during repairs. That can be a complicated process. You're going to have to evaluate what their overall normal income is, and you'll have to also find out if there are any continuing expenses that are going on during the period of repair because the policy actually covers that portion of the claim as well. So what does that mean? Well, it means that if you maintain your electrical service in the building throughout the period of repair and you have to pay that expense every month while the repairs are ongoing, that's considered a continuing business expense. And that's actually covered under the business income portion of your claim. So an adjuster has to sort out all of the continuing business expenses that that entity is going to incur while repairs are being made. Then they're going to have to kind of add that into the loss of net profit. So it's a complicated process and it's something that uh, would take a little bit of education to bring somebody new into that aspect of commercial claims adjusting. But it can be one of the more interesting aspects of claims adjusting also because you actually get to see these businesses uh, from the numbers standpoint. You know, you can analyze how they make their income, how much of the income they make. Uh, you can analyze losses too. Sometimes uh, businesses operate at a loss. And when they do, they still might be entitled to those continuing business expenses. Many times when a claim is very complicated from an accounting standpoint, insurance companies, and we recommend this sometimes, is to they will actually hire a forensic accountant to come in, and that's usually a CPA who has experience in digging through records to determine you know, what the actual loss is. In some cases, the records are actually destroyed. So the forensic accountant can take information from historical bank records or something like that to kind of recreate a picture of that policyholder's current financials so that an evaluation can actually be done 
as to what their business income loss actually is. So all of this process is really complicated and the adjuster has to know how to navigate through all of these things for sure. But one of the other things that the adjuster has to do is to be able to navigate through the interpersonal relationships that you're going to have to deal with, with a building owner, their public adjuster, the insurance agent, and anybody else, maybe contractors. We talk a lot about soft skills in this business and dealing with what are actually adversarial situations with professionalism is a whole other skill set. I've known adjusters that were technically proficient and expert at what they did, but their interpersonal skills often created animosity between a policyholder and the insurance company or their public adjuster and the insurance company. And uh, that can be difficult. And I'm not saying we should all be pushovers, but you also have to understand that you know, there's a, a good way and a bad way to handle disagreements. So the art of being, to, to steal a phrase from Chantel Roberts, the art of being a good commercial property adjuster, in my mind, is not only having the expertise to put the estimate together or evaluate the business income claim and all of the confusing machinations that are involved in wrapping that claim up, but it's also how you deal with that policyholder and the stress that they're going through. I've dealt with commercial property policyholders that were losing their minds because this created such a hardship on them mentally and financially that it was it became a very emotional process. It can be a big challenge and you have to prepare yourself as an adjuster to deal with those situations. A lot of people might view these kind of situations and all of the burdens involved in these types of claims as a problem, but they actually make the job really interesting. And that's why I like the job so much is because there are so many facets to this job. So if you're currently handling homeowners claims and you thought about tipping your toe into the commercial property end of things, uh, I would encourage it. I think it can be a very rewarding experience. It can be very stressful, but you'll see some crazy things on the commercial property side for sure. And it looks like Hurricane Ian here is going to be one of those storms that creates some significant damage, unfortunately. And I hope and pray for everybody down in Florida that they make it through this okay. And if you're an adjuster on your way there now, good luck to you. Stay safe. And that'll about wrap it up for this short episode on hurricane claims in Florida. Thanks for joining us again on the Daily Claims Podcast, where we talk about life as an insurance adjuster. Hit that subscribe button real quick and tell all of your adjuster friends to check this out as well. Join Chantal Roberts and Bill Auten on the Clubhouse app every other Tuesday, where we head up the art of adjusting and discuss all kinds of exciting insurance topics. For anyone interested in becoming a claims adjuster, you need to get on Facebook and search for the Adjuster Manuals Facebook group. You'll find helpful posts there for anyone new to adjusting, including training opportunities and licensing coursework with a pass guarantee. For independent adjusting services, go to www.auten.claims. And for anyone interested in working as an independent liability adjuster, go to www.auten.claims FQS and scroll down to the skills assessment button to fill out your information and we'll get back to you right away.